Hail and hello, everyone. Welcome to the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, a Midgard Musings production. Join me, Jesse, your host, as we discuss random heathen-related topics and various other things in an attempt to find where, if any, heathen worldviews can be applied. You can support this podcast by clicking on the Linktree link in the description or show notes. You can also follow me on all of my social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and become a patron on Patreon. Join me every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central on all major podcast streaming platforms, including Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and many, many. If you wish to have your voice heard on the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, you can dial in to 615-671-9832. Thank you all once again for listening to the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast. Enjoy and hail to you all. Yes, 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 indeed. Hail to you all and welcome. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the... Must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to uh, to this week's episode. Uh, get back into a regular rotation hopefully um appreciate everyone's understanding for missing last week but here we are back again uh with a solo um run this time a solo episode don't have any guests lined up uh for probably about the next couple of weeks at least um i do have uh, one guest that uh from the united kingdom i'm very excited to to have him on um more to come on that probably within the next uh week or two leading up to that week's release um but yeah here we are just to recap on some things and and talk about something that uh i think needs to be that we all should be like reminded of um when it comes to getting together with people um so more to come on that here in just a minute but yes do want to say uh thank you all for continuing to support the podcast and all the ways that you do um watching sharing liking and uh engaging with them in any which way that you can um it, it's it's much appreciated um be sure to check the link tree links that are you know going to have all of the ways that you can support the podcast and the channel and so forth through all the various uh means uh that is always greatly appreciated and helps keep me doing what i'm doing it it, it puts a a value <laughs> uh to the to the actions that i'm taking to to keep this type of thing coming out here for for all of you fine people um so <clears throat> let the incense before we forget just doing one today one frankincense uh shtick should be enough to get going what we need yeah so 
hope you're all doing well, by the way. Hope you guys are staying safe, staying, staying strong, staying healthy, um, taking care of yourselves, you know, with you and yours and uh, living a living the best life that you can live, the best heathen way that you can be. Um, so, yeah, guys, we have uh, something that just kind of came to my mind um, recently. I've talked a lot about this particular subject. So for some of you maybe that are, um, you know, longtime supporters and that have listened to this podcast or viewed my content um, here on the channel uh, for any length of time, you're going to know that you know, what I'm talking about is, is, is been pretty, I don't want to say beaten to death or overspoken, but I always feel like, you know, there's, there's, there's times when, uh, you, you're going to get questions. Or you're going to have situations where revisiting things that we've talked about before and, and rehashing those details, um, is good. It's good to be reminded of those types of things, you know? Um, and one of the, one of the things is, is this topic of frith, right? And I want us to kind of remind ourselves what 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 that is um and first by 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 talking about what frith is you know i want to start by saying well, what 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 kind of sparked me into that direction of thinking along those lines um here in the middle tennessee area the local heathen communities have really started to make themselves known um, and it's been a great thing to see. It's almost like somebody came through and just woke a bunch of people up and there's been activity, there's been movement, there's been, you know, a lot of um, networking taking place. Uh, the last Middle Tennessee Heathens meetup, um, which we hosted at um, the McAllister's Deli in, in Murfreesboro off a of medical center, um, had about 20 some people or so, eh, 15, 20 people or so show up which may not sound like a lot, but when you get, you know, an area in a restaurant that is concentrated to, you know, pagans and heathens and, and folks of that nature, you know, it's, it's a nice little group of people. And the majority of those people had never met uh, each other in their lives before, you know, so it was a common ground. It was, it was a, a place that we all could meet on, on common terms and get to know one another. And it really, like I said, like, you know, ever, ever since like the last couple of months or so of us reintroducing these things into the area it's like we're seeing a lot and it's not just us here in middle tennessee it's it's you know people up close to like <clears throat> the kentucky border uh clarksville tennessee has been seeing a pretty active group I'm, I'm not too privy to what's going on up in the clarksville area but i've heard that there's a group of upwards of about 30 people that meet on a regular basis so shout out to the clarksville heathens up in that area um there is the nashville heathens uh group on facebook which although small in number in terms of their memberships um, have a really great reg regularly uh, recurring get together at the uh, honey tree meadery in Nashville and got to meet some of the folks that are affiliated with uh, the honey tree uh, meadery. They have regular weekend get togethers um, and they have this, I guess this sort of deal where, you know, Saturday nights you can come and uh, bring your horn and you get your horn filled up. If you have one, right, you bring your horn you can, and it gets you a horn of mead. Um, and you've got, I think, people there that, you know, or it may have just been this last Saturday. I don't know if it's a regular Saturday thing where you can dress in, in period clothing. You know, you can go and wear your costume or wear your your ritual garb or your pagan garb, whatever you want to call it, and uh, just 
socialize and, and, and talk with people of, of like minds. Um, aside from that, you know, the Raven Moon Hearth uh, kindred that um, Chieftain Greg Strong is, is you know, uh, helping with those folks and, and they're all doing things. They've got the Shadow Moot event coming up here in another couple of months. Well, yeah, another couple of months or so. It's mid-October. Um, I've been talking about that too. And, you know, so there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of recent activity going on with people. Um, our next meetup here in Middle Tennessee is happening in September. Um, basically a month from or so a month, give or take a few days from when this podcast is airing. So mid September, um, we're hosting a park moot. So it's going to be like a potluck sort of thing where everybody contributes, everybody brings something, um, as far as food, uh, and drink. Um, and it's, uh, it's going to be again, an outdoors, uh, event. So we're going to have like a little pavilion, um, that we congregate in at, at one of the local city parks. Um, so we're hoping for a really good turnout and from the responses that I've seen and, and, and stuff from, from the event details, um, my back is a little bit tight, so I'm going to stretch a little bit, but the, the, the details from the responses of the, uh, uh, in the events are like, we've got a lot of people expecting to come, um, people from Alabama, people from other parts of Tennessee, possibly people even from Kentucky, um, so the turnout that we had at the restaurant, if 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 the if half the people show up that are interested in showing up, uh, will already be uh, more than what was at the you know little uh, deli meetup or whatever we want to call it the, the pub moot. It's not really a pub because they don't serve alcohol, but you know what I'm saying. Um, so seeing all of this stuff, right, and and seeing all of these people come together and and meet and network and become friends and and sharing conversation, all of that stuff is, is part of the community uh, fostering and the community building things that are needed for tribes and other kindreds and stuff to um, grow uh, for ones that are established and even to perhaps have ones uh, be created anew, right? Seeds may be planted for those trees to grow in and, and grow from, I should say. So seeing all this activity, right? Like it's, it's great. And, and one of the things that... Um, we we probably hear a lot and there may be even folks listening watching today that use the term that i'm about to say um in the context of which i'm about to say it and that it's you know um it's good to meet people and, and share frith with people you know or to meet and 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 have frith with one another um and in the context that i think it's being used and in the context that i think a lot of people who are using it intended to be used. Uh, there's some basic things about what we're referring to here that really should be clarified and, and I think revisited. And that's why I said, you know, I may have talked about this before in other podcasts, or I've mentioned the word and the term and the, and the meaning of it in, in other uh, episodes or other content before. But for those that are new, uh, for those that may be listening for the first time, or maybe those that have just um, never heard it gone into in great detail, here we are. So you know, one of the things about when when pagans gather together and when, when when heathens gather together, so much of what I come to kind of realize is that there's this almost uh, unspoken sense of family. You know, you're gathering around people that are so like-minded and that are so uh, that that share in some of the same beliefs as as you might that the um, 
the sense of, of family um, is almost inherent, you know, like you feel like you're a part of a family of pagans or that you're these, these pagans that you've never met a day in your life before who are sharing the same religious views as you perhaps or close enough to them that you have the same spiritualities. They, they honor the same gods and honor their ancestors and do all these things that you can relate with that now, just because of those, you know, similarities and because of those, you know, things that you can be uh, compared with and to that now all of a sudden these, these strangers are suddenly your family, brother, sister, other such familial uh, bonds and, and titles being, being used with the, again, the phrase of, yeah, you know, we're, we're meeting together in Frith. It's good to share Frith with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, and, and I want to preface with what I'm about to say with kind of like a disclaimer in that what I say here are my views, my thoughts, my ramblings, right, are just that. They are a random heathen's ramblings, uh, and I am that random heathen. I'm just a, a heathen in, in Middle Tennessee that has ideas that wants to share them with the world, and, and this is the platform and platforms that I can do it in. Um, but by no means am I the person that you should walk away from at the end of the day and 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 change whatever it is that you're doing just because i said it if what i said rings a bell or if what i said sparks you to do some research and then through your own research and through your own practices now you are finding that the thing that i said makes you a better pagan then that's great so be it but i'm not here to tell you what to do and, and how to do it I'm simply here to share with you my thoughts and my ideas and, and based on my own research, based off of my own practices and, and making sure that the, the things between those two, like the lines in the sand are defined, right? Because what is historically referenced, what is actual or factual or close enough to it is, is that. And what my own personal, unverified personal gnosis, the UPG type stuff is what that is. And that I don't blend the two together or I don't, I don't, the lines are are are, are def definitive between the two. You know, I don't I don't say that my own UPG is should be taken as fact, okay? Documented fact, historical facts. There's some speculation in my own mind that the the reason that we have these historical facts, right? The the, the historical sources that we have is because somebody at some point in time decided to write down things that was at one point in time another person's. UPG, right? They saw something, they experienced something, they had some sort of a, a moment or a thing. And they said, well, this is what it is. And I'm gonna, and then everybody else nearby said, well, okay, well, if he's doing it, she's doing it that way, I'm going to do it that way, too. And then we're all going to do it that way. And next thing you know, it becomes a tradition. And then that thing becomes a religion. And next thing you know, it becomes doctrine. And so going into the weeds a little bit with it, but whether or not you know you want to go down that rabbit hole that's you know again your prerogative so there you go there's 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 that kind of disclaimer nothing that i'm about to say should be the, the thing that tells you to do what you're doing differently or think th differently however if what i do say inspires you to look into it a bit more and then what you find um shifts your thoughts and, and you become more in line with what i'm thinking then so be it whatever so let's talk about it, right? Let's talk about the whole frith thing and saying that when we share in frith or meeting in frith or, or you know, being together uh, in frith. Um, that doesn't really, like, I get why you're saying it because there is, and I'm going to be quoting something actually because we're talking about, you know, a term that is an old English uh, and cognate with old Norse and, and an old high German and some of these older, you know, uh, old Germanic languages that aren't 
um, spoken anymore in their true form or in their original forms, um, just the cognate cognate forms of those of those ancient languages are being spoken. But the word frith um, is again, it's 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 an old English word, and we have at least one or two sources that I can think of off the top of my head that are rep that that are that are you know um, I say uh, reliable enough, reputable enough. Um, to go off of and get an understanding. And one of those sources that I'm going to be referencing is. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Uh, it's not an ancient source, okay? Um, but uh, I think it's Wilhelm Gurenbeck from Culture of the Teutons. He's the author of, of Culture of the Teutons. Um, in his book, um, he writes that frith is the state of things which exists between friends, the state of things which exists between friends. Now, the word friend, the modern word friend is, is cognate to frith or vice versa, right? The, it, we get the word friend from this word frith. And it means first and foremost, reciprocal inviolability. Now, I want us to pause and just and, and remember these two key things. Frith is the state of things which exists between friends, not people who've never met before. And it is, uh, in its first and for most foremost definition, reciprocal inviolability, okay? Now, remember that as we go on. However, individuals' wills uh, may clash in a conflict of kin against kin. However, stubborn individual heads may seek their own way according to their quota of wisdom. There can never be question of conflict, save in the sense of thoughts and feelings working their way toward an equipose in unity. We need have no doubt, but that good kinsmen could disagree with fervor, but however the matter might stand, there could, should, must inevitably be but one ending to it all, a settlement, peaceable and making for peace. Frith. So the last part there, right? A settlement, peaceable, and making of peace. These are all very key things to, 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 to bear in mind, right? The existence of, of the state of things between friends is probably one of the most important aspects of this. You cannot experience frith with strangers. In its true form, you can experience peace between strangers, and that is what we would call grith, right? This this ceasefire, peaceful state. So we've seen the term used or, or referenced in, uh, I believe, uh, I'm trying to remember where the source is, but it, it uh, around the Icelandic uh, all thing. And I don't think it was 900 something, thousand AD, something like that. Where you had all of these clans, all these tribes, all these kingdoms, whatever, coming together for the annual thing, uh, for for legal purposes, you know, and everybody that came to the thing had to agree to be peaceable. Could have been that you were at war with uh, 
you know, Wilhelm and, and, and Bjorn was trying to kick, you know, Ivar's ass over there in the other part of Norway. But when they all came together at the thing, it was a ceasefire. We're okay. We're, we're, we're going to be civil. We're going to be peaceable. We will observe and maintain the Grith stead, the state of this mutual agreement of peace. What we have in online communities and even in personal communities when, when strangers meet, that, those are what we would refer to as Grith meetings or Grith steads, okay? We're not sharing in Frith because we're strangers. We're sharing in Grith. We, we are agreeing that this is a mutually acceptable place to agree. We, we uh, despite what you know, I think or what you think, we're, we're meeting together on peaceable terms, all right? So I understand like why you you would you would have people that would say you know sharing in frith at like a, at a meetup um, or at a park mood or or anywhere where it's you know public gathering place because they're looking at the word frith as just the state of peace right a peaceful agreement a peaceful state which again frith does have uh, the meaning of the word does have connotations of peace involved there has to be peace when frith is um, established and maintained and and kept um but it is not just peace it is reciprocal inviolability the settlement of peaceable and making for peace right it has to be made again from the state of things between friends so i'm going to use some examples of well, i've already given you like the one or two examples of what grith is you know if you've have made like a, an online facebook group or discord server or any other sort of you know online platform where you you talk to people who you've never met in person right those meetings those gatherings those are gristeds there's rules that you have to abide by right there there's you got to play by the game of the house right got to do what they what they say and you got to be peaceable you have to maintain grith and then when grith is violated then there's you know consequences to be made you will get banned you'll get you know put on mute you'll all these various checks and balances that are in place for grith those are one those are a couple examples if i can think of of, of, of a, a grith said um the meetups are another one now frith is is entirely different frith to you know if you want to look at it in like modern terms is Frith, yes, there, there is parts of, of Frith that mean peace. But the bigger thing about Frith is that it refers to the obligation of peace that you maintain between friends, kinsmen, right? In modern terms, I could think of, of probably the most like obvious example would be uh, marriage or, or civil unions, you know, where you've got two different people who have established a friendship, a, a bond of love, um, and a commitment to one another, and then oaths are given and taken between those people to secure their uh, adoration and love uh, and respect and all this for each other forever. Uh, you know, uh, you know, it, it's a binding contract, and it, that's a very good example of Frith in the sense that now, like you know, my wife and I, let's say, right. You know, we we've exchanged vows at our wedding. We have sworn oaths to each other uh, during our, our our marriage, right? And so, 
those are like the bind that's that's like the binding part of of the frith that we have frith is you know we spent time with each other we learned to respect and in, in, in honor each other um and there isn't anything that one wouldn't do for the other it's like the ultimate highest achieved almost level of frith you know you, i think there's like well, again we'll talk a little bit about that but like varying degrees of of uh of frith you know uh the frith that i have with my wife is not the same frith that i have with you know uh, my tribesmen um but there's frith there it, there's peace and then when there's not peace there is uh measures to counteract and, and heal and and repair the damages that were that was done because of that that strong sense of i am obligated to this person and they are obligated to me so a, a marriage would be probably a good example of what frith means you know it's yes there's peace but then there's times where it's not always and you have to compromise you have to reciprocate you have to come up with an agreement that okay you know because of our love and respect and honor for each other then uh, okay well i'm not going to necessarily i don't want to do that and you don't want to do it my way and i don't want to do it your way well, let's figure out what the best way is to do that's going to at least make both of us a little happy or one of us happy enough to just agree to disagree and let it go and, and do whatever it is right um similarly uh you know in in the tribe when at least the way our tribe has has been established and was 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 built off of the um deeds between uh the brothers of the tribe you know the our, our, our little group you know dingo patrick richard gene myself right our core tribe of, of inner circle people it was not necessarily an oath that was given or taken, but a worthing process had to uh, be, be underwent or undergone, right? We underwent worthing. We did things with each other that proved each other's worth to the other man. You know what I mean? Uh, if help was required, we would be there for each other. When, when you know, um, one of our tribesmen's father died. You know, we came and we showed our respects, you know, we work together to plan and, and, and have our annual rituals. We do all of the spiritual work as a tribe together. And it's, and it's even before that ceremonial piece of the ritual, everything that leads up to it, the preparation of the land, the, the you know, chopping of firewood, the building of the camp, the cooking of the food, all of that stuff leading up to it is kind of like ritual in and of itself you know it's preparing you it's getting you in that mindset of what's about to happen and you're doing it with your tribe and you rely on one another you know when i get too tired from cutting the wood dingo steps in and and and, and helps cut more of it or if i'm over here having problems setting up my camp patrick's going to come and help me level the ground out you know and i'm going to see that you know richard or ken or whoever else might be there that that's you know needing something that i'm attending to them too so there's this reciprocation right the reciprocal inviolability that gernbeck uh, is talking about in his culture the teutons that is the 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 glue right that binds the strength of frith and because and so anything else that happens no matter if you know i get a bug up my ass and and something that you know, Gene says pisses me off because of the frith bond that we have. It's the damage that occurs from things like that is so trivial that the, the bonds of, of frith seal it back up again. You know, so that damage that is sustained in minor things like that has barely little impact. 
you know, we, we just get, go through it and we, we shrug it off and it's, you know, it's just us being us. The more severe damages to Frith, the things of like betrayal or failure to uphold your end of the deal, you know, things that would make you not trust or be as trustworthy, things that you could have done to have all the work that you put into worth yourself. Now you're not proving yourself to be as worth as much as, as, as you were thought to be at first, you know, so your, your worth diminishes, you become, uh, you know, a uh, uh, an a, a, an expendable asset as it were you know you're you're not upholding your end of the deal the tribe is struggling because you're not have you're not pulling your weight you're not doing enough you're failing to meet the obligation that others have held up to you know the standards that have been held uh, that they've been held up to and that you hold them up to you're failing on your end and so that's a damage to the frith bond that's a, that's a, that's a pretty severe that's a critical hit to that the frith web the thing that binds you all together. And depending on how strong that frith is, prior to that damage being sustained, determines whether or not that damage can be repaired or if the damage is so great, if the violation is so uh, terrible that you have to cut your loss and outlaw that 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 thing or that person, right? Get it, get it away. And then now it's it's outside of that sacred inner circle of, of tribe and of the of frith so you know the frith that i have with my wife there is literally nothing that is gonna break that web we've been together for seven years married for five of, of those seven we've gone through everything that a couple our age i think could think of and then some you know the the Betrayal, betrayals of trust, the loss of loved ones, the injury of persons and body, body and, and the, the mental, the psychological, the spiritual struggles that we've endured together in the last seven years of being together has established a, 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 a web that is impervious to anything. Like there's nothing that's going to rip that apart. You know, you can take a, a meteor hit and it'll shake it and then that's about it there's not gonna be any penetration there's no there's no penetrative damage you know you're not gonna get that from just meeting up with somebody for the first time and talking about the norse gods or ancestor veneration or land viteers or you know any of that other fun stuff that is about this practice right you're not gonna have that with somebody that you just walk in with there's no sharing of frith there's no um you know that's not happening there at that point what you're doing is is you're you're you know it's a gristead you're meeting now what can become of that what that what the interactions between people that could definitely lead to uh things that build frith and and building frith is 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 the start of it you've got to start somewhere right go to these meetups meet these people talk and hang out about you know things but know what it is when you go there it is it is a common meeting ground of similarly like-minded individuals this isn't a, you know, this isn't a summons from your chieftain or your Jarl or your, you know, Gothi or whatever to attend something at a, 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 of a high feast nature. And it's just, you know, yourself and your kinsmen and your tribe. That would be more like what you would see of, of examples of Frith because everyone there is, is bound together through obligation, right? So, you, you know, Frith, peace, right? Yes, there is definite peace there. There is trust 
there and within Frith, you know, um, and, and loss of, of trust, betrayals of trust can damage Frith. There's the maintenance of Frith, right? So once you've built something, there is the maintenance of it and the upkeep of it. And that's even harder to do than to build it, you know? Again, if the if 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 the building and the working on it has made it so that it, it's it's nearly impenetrable, uh, then you've done well, and the maintenance is low. If you're if you're too uh, anxious up front to get involved with people that have not, you know, proven their worth to you, and you have not proven your worth to them, and you get involved with people too early on, then that frith bond can't be established, and so when betrayals happen, when when you know so and so sleeps with so and so's boyfriend, girlfriend does something inappropriate, look, breaks trust, right? Critical hits because oh, this was supposed to be a frith bond, you know. This is supposed to be a you know a, a band of brothers and sisters, and look what you've done to me. Well, you didn't even give them the chance to prove they're worth you. If you give them a, a year or so, you might have seen behaviors that could have indicated ah, I better stay away from this you know group of people or or, or that individual or whatever, right? So. Again, that that it has to start somewhere, but if it doesn't start off strong and, and get that you know traction at first and, and and then good diligent maintenance applied to it at that time, it's 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 too weak to to continue and it and it can't it's gonna just you know the threads are gonna fray from that web. Maintaining that frith and, and and building those strongs again it, very few examples could be uh, given of, of, a, of a web that is not susceptible to damage when that damage occurs is it repairable or has the damage been so strong to that, that there, there's a, there's nothing to repair there's nothing else to build off of it's it's blown down tornado ripped it right out of its roots <laughs> obliterated right um, and I've had examples of all of that happen with me in the time that I've been practicing my heathenry, you know, I've seen Frith get destroyed, you know, sometimes the best efforts, the best made plans, um, still have a, have a weak spot and that weak spot gets detected and gets hit and it's, and it's over. You know, I've learned that to really get to know somebody, you, you know, a few weeks, a month, that ain't enough. You know, you need to give time, you need to allow time, you need to allow experience, you need to allow worthing to occur. You can't just say, yeah, I hung out with him a few times in the last month and he's a really cool guy, man. I like the way he looks. He he really carries himself well. He he quotes the Havamal like it's the Bible, man. Like, what is he worth? What will he do for you? What what has he done already that you know of? What is the level of, the layer of his of his mane and and how is his gefrain? How are his how are his might and reputation? You know. So anyway, going out into the weeds a bit with all of that, but it, it all points back to the fact that I, I I get it. I know why I've heard the term frith being used in this context that they thought it was, and I'm like. It reminds me of that that scene from the Princess Bride, where inconceivable, inconceivable, and then Diego Montoya, he's like, "That's word, 
you keep saying that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. And that's what I'm going like. You keep saying that word, Fritz. I don't think it. I don't think that you know what it means. What you think it means. It doesn't mean what you think it means. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to revisit it. It's peace. Yes, there, there's an element of peace there, but it's, it's, it's way deeper than that. There is reciprocity. There is obligation. There is trust. There is love. You know, there, there is all of the things. And it's, and it's really interesting to see that the, there's a word that exists that encompasses all of that. It, it, it's like, a, you know, you can say all those things. And when you condense it into one word, you have frith. And that is where we get our word friends from. Because the state of things between friends, right? That, that reciprocal inviolability. So as we are being so excited and, 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 and thrilled to see the heathen and pagan communities of, of Middle Tennessee uh, really starting to step up and, and do things and, and be active and, and build, right? Um, as excited as I am to see that and, and as thrilling as we can uh, you know, be all happy for it, let's remember, okay, um, and this again, this goes beyond my own UPG. This goes into what the literal meanings of the word are. You know, let's be careful of of who we uh, share and tie frith with, because as growth expands and as things become bigger and as more pagans are doing more things, and as we start shaking the ground a little bit and making some noise, uh, it's going to attract unsavory and the wrong types of people that want to be a part of something because they have ill in mind and they have and they are not the type of people that you would want to uh, exchange and share frith with and establish obligation between right that's gonna happen you're gonna have to be careful you're gonna have to be watchful and you're gonna have to not be like yeah come here and have frith with us guys you know it's our first barbecue of the year we haven't seen each other all winter come and have frith with us uh-huh you know, don't set that standard don't set the standard of frith just being a, a cool place to hang out man right it's all chill here bro right that's grith that's your grithstead okay the mutual meeting grounds of i'm not gonna mess with your shit today but that doesn't mean i'm not gonna come knocking on your door tomorrow because as while we're here we gotta be civil i still hate your guts henrik So anyway, that's my thing for this week's random heathen uh, ramblings, right? Uh, there's your frith breakdown. Um, do Again, do your own research, please. Whatever I say uh, is backed by what I've done in terms of my research that, that tie into some of my experience. But this particular thing, this is what I found. This is what I understand. Share your thoughts, right? If you want to do your own research, I encourage it. I would love to hear your thoughts on the matter. Call into the Midgard Musings hotline, which is the 615-671-9832 number that you hear at the opening of the of the podcast every week. And it's in my bios and all that other fun stuff. So you can call in, leave a voicemail. We'll feature you here on the podcast on the next episode and talk about your response. Um, or you can write in to uh, midgardmusingstn at gmail.com with your thoughts and i'll uh, i'll read your email um you can remain anonymous just let me know in the correspondence it's totally fine uh i will only hear and read uh 
your content that you deliver uh, before airs. So if you want to remain anonymous, you certainly can. But I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear your thoughts. I would love to hear how this particular topic um, resonates with you um, or if it's helped in any way or, you know, what your, again, just what your thoughts are. Um, so thank you all for, again, being patient for missing last week's episode of the, of the podcast. There is, a, like I said before, uh, a guy who is in the United Kingdom who I've already gotten confirmation from would like to be here on the podcast. Um, we were supposed to do it this past week. Time got away from us both, actually, but I, I, I took the blast. I totally forgot to follow back up with you on this. Uh, so, Chris, if you're listening, um, by the time this airs, I should have hopefully nailed down a date and time uh, with you uh, for our podcast. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and everybody else that's listening going, who's he talking about? You're just going to have to stay tuned. I will share something like, you know, within the week or so before uh, just to get you guys all hyped up about it. Because I want to I want to hear from all of my uh, heathen friends in the United Kingdom and in Europe, man. And it's great to have people that are willing to talk uh, to the world through this platform with me um, and, and contribute so much in their way to the communities in their respective regions. So awesome, great stuff that I'm really thrilled and happy to be a part of. And I'm thrilled that you're here being a part of it with me and that you're choosing the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast to absorb your you know, weekly heathen related content. Um, don't forget to check the link tree link in the description or show notes of the podcast. Any way that you want to support and help this podcast grow um, by either buying merchandise, subscribing as a patron on Patreon, donating to the channel through PayPal, whatever it is, anything that you see down there in those links, um, it really does help. Um, and it's greatly appreciated. Um, stay tuned because we also have um now that I think about it, we have uh, a, a heathen in need, uh, a heathen brother of mine in need, um, and I want to do something special um, to help him. Um, it's going to be a sort of crowdfunding thing, and uh, so some more details to come on that, um, but we've got about a two-month goal um, at the time of the, this podcast airing, so I want to get on it pretty quickly. Um, so there will be information coming out here on this podcast, on the platforms. Oh, it's like, you know, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, um, all that noise um, on what that crowdfunding uh, uh, effort is going to be. So I think with as many people as this podcast reaches uh, within a week, um, if we just had, you know, a couple of dollars from each of you folks that absorb this, we'd, we'd, we'd get our we'd get to our goal relatively quickly. I mean. We, we'd cut that shit down quick. So, um, like I said, there'll be more to come on that, but I did just want to put a bug in all of your uh, folks' ears about that thing. Um, so, yeah, stay tuned for that. Um, please upvote this podcast, like it, you know, uh, I don't know, how upvote, whatever. Whatever the platform is that you're taking this podcast in on, if you can favor it, upvote it, uh, like, subscribe, follow, I don't know. All of those things, please be sure to make sure that your uh, notifications are all turned on, right? So that way, whenever I do upload content, wherever it's on, whether it's YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, uh, that you're getting those notifications and you're catching what I post, because usually there's a reason why I'm posting something, thinking that it's going to be useful, helpful for you. Um, so yeah, please do all that. And uh, I think that pretty well wraps this episode up. So it's been great. 
It's been fun. Thank you all for listening to my ramblings this week. I hope it's helped you. Um, if it has, leave a comment down below or, or send it in through one of the previous mentioned methods. Till we all see each other and talk to each other again, may the gods continue to notice you, and may your ancestors always smile upon you. <laughs>